we sit down to film a podcast and something happens like the battery dies or the dog barks or last night it was like the fireworks were going off outside and ollie is just so annoyed like, i get he's just you know when you wake up and your partner just annoys you just inherently oh. you're just so like usually i'm like oh he's so cute i'm oh, just like so you sweet. are like, i just want to chop all your hair off oh well, if i have a new hairstyle next time you guys see this <laughs> i don't know what's going on I just like sometimes I just get the rage. What was that? See what I'm see this is what I mean. Basically, husbands are annoying when they don't describe what they're doing and he's like clicking clicking away on this computer. Like oh, oh taking 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 man taking make taking 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 I'm a man. Is that literally how I'm you a man, me? man 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 taking taking taking. I'm like hello hello Ollie Ollie what's happening? What are you doing? I'm doing techie techie man stuff. <laughs> it's when you do that voice as well. Techie techie man. So... <laughs> I literally remember I was staring at you. What did you say to me? When I get really irritated, he starts taking well, the piss out of me. You said you were going to like... <laughs> I said... You said, Ollie... <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> strangle you. Yes, You're going to <laughs> which I didn't mean because I'd never do that. But like, it's just the rage. And I was like, "Come on, then, do it. <laughs> Come on. Come on, show me what you got. Come on, take me outside." <laughs> and then I just like I just get I laugh to be fair. <laughs> Because he knows I'm not going to do anything, obviously. Just, Please back me up, Ollie, because I sound like... <laughs> threatening violence. <laughs> no, but you just irritate me so much that I just didn't know what was going on. You just so sound like, tucky, tucky, man, tucky, tucky, man. I was like, the only way for you to respond to me is rage. Is that so? Just not a normal conversation. Rage. At one point, you sounded like a Dalek. Oh, no, I, was like, I was like, you're going to kill me. <laughs> or something like that. You're going to strangle me. You're going to strangle me. <laughs> Why is this so funny? I don't know whether it's just because we're hysterical and we're trying to build, like, film and record episode two. I keep saying to Ollie, like, I can understand why people, like... Like podcasts don't work because it's so much There's work. So much to do. <laughs> like we're TikTokers, we're YouTube Shorts creators. Why is this taking longer <laughs> than half an hour to do it? <laughs> one thing? What's going on? We're just not used to it. And now he's got this screen. So an audio description of this screen. Basically, he can see two cameras because we it's just me and Ollie in this room. And he's got this camera. He'll hold it up to his camera. Audio describe what you've got, Ollie. It's basically my oh, mush. No, it, it's it's I've um tacked it onto your <laughs> your tripod. Oh lovely. The, um, 300 pounds just wavering in the breeze. No, it's 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 got... is the dog going to just, you know, drop it and it'll just fall off a cliff. No, it's got... And then the screen will smash like everything else in our life <laughs> actually considering the amount that i dropped my phone it's surprising that my phone has not got a single crack on it honestly ollie's phone the reason that he's still on iphone 11 isn't because he hasn't got any money it's because he drops it so frequently <laughs> and that yet... i literally will not let him have another phone not that i sound you know, like you, <laughs> you won't let me have another phone please nanny give me another phone <laughs> Please 
Chinese nanny. <laughs> yeah, trying to like just get the, the you inner can get what boy. you want. You're big enough and ugly enough to get what you want. Big okay, enough ugly enough. <laughs> I can't just like flutter my eyes at the person at Apple. Like, give me your phone, please. Big enough and annoying enough. I should have said because you're actually really, really hot. But that's another that's another oh, podcast. That's, that's I think. your opinion. <laughs> that's another podcast. I think. But yeah, okay. we've got this uh, screen, and it's um, I've it's just like used a tiny. A, how big would you say it is? Like a DS? It's a five-inch screen, so it's like it's a decent size. It's like sort of A6. And so he can see his lovely wife's face because yep. he can't see like my camera that's pointing at me is apparently too small for eyes. Oh I'm, no, it's just pointing I don't in get the wrong sighted things. The screen's pointing the wrong way, so the lens is in the way of me seeing the screen. This is But I'd Never Marry a Blind Woman. A show where we answer all the questions you are too afraid to ask about dating, marriage, and finding love with a disability. I'm Lucy Edwards Cave, presenter, author of my soon to be published book, Blind Not Broken, and blind wife of Me, Ollie Edwards Cave her sighted husband, and the man usually behind the camera. Every week on this podcast, we, your fave interabled couple, are going to debunk the stereotypes of dating with a disability, dive behind the inspiration porn headlines, and unpack your relationship dilemmas. So when people say, but I'd never marry a blind person, you can answer, well I would. My boyfriend doesn't want to have sex after I was disabled. I used to be very beautiful and very able-bodied until last year when I was hit by a car. It caused a stroke which took away function of the left side of my body. I also had a surgery on my skull that changed the way I look. We were together for almost a year before it happened and we are still together now and he visited me at the hospital every day. Oh, that's sweet. That is really cute. Sounds ha- like you. Oh. We had a very healthy sex life before the accident. Now he's just never in the mood. I get it because he's my caretaker now, as well as my boyfriend. And it's hard mm. to separate me being a patient from me being his girlfriend. Right. He has a heart of gold, but oh my God, I miss sex. And yes, I am able to have sex. And yes, I am able to feel it. Okay, so she's just worried. Well, by the sounds of it, I'm thinking that he... Is seeing himself more as a carer role yeah, than, like, than a partner. Exactly. So I guess to unpack this even more, maybe we kind of share our experience in order to give advice. I guess so. So with yourself, Oliver... Edward's Cave. (laughs) Um, Talk to me about your carer role and how you feel like it has or hasn't changed. Because I know you wrote a lot in our book. Well, my book. Yes, with a little feature from myself. Yeah. With me reading. So if you like these dulcet tones. (laughs) (laughs) You 
are good on the mic, actually. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Not that I should say that in a very like, you're actually quite good. Well, to be fair, I'm behind the camera anyway. <laughs> what I was thinking is that if we share a bit from that chapter and give advice to this couple, because I think our experience has been quite similar, although we haven't really necessarily felt what this lady feels. So, Well, I guess like our, the core of our relationship is that we... We're a married couple, but Lucy doesn't have any external carers. So it's literally in the times that you need certain things checking, which tend to, in all honesty, tend to be... Period. Period. Mm -hmm. Whether, like, if you've got, like, a bad stomach or something, you ask yeah. me to come and check. Check the loo. Yeah. So if, if I've got, like, a urinary tract infection, which is quite often, not going to lie, I ask you whether my wee's cloudy, because obviously the doctor does ask you quite sighted questions. So I do rely on Ollie to do that. And I guess at the start of our relationship, I was a bit more, like, apprehensive on whether to ask you. But how have you always viewed it? It's a weird thing, because there's um, a sort of disconnect in my mind between the two. So our boyfriend... Hmm. What should we call him? Bernie. No, we have Bernard already. <laughs> we can't just go for Bernie. Uh, um, Sebastian. Yes, so we got Sebastian. <laughs> so, Why do we always say it like that? What got, is it about us and that name when we go Sebastian? Sebastian. Like Sebastian. <laughs> oh no, Hans is coming out again. <laughs> Guys, it's really weird. If Jamie and Sharp are listening to this right now, they'll know what I mean. Like, he sends voice notes sometimes and he's like, Hans the lifeguard. I can't do it. Hans the lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. It's like a YouTube sketch from like 2011 or something. Anyway, we're anyway. going off topic. Sebastian. Can you relate to Sebastian? No. I would say it's quite new, but you went blind two months into our relationship. So it's, I guess we were, weren't living together though and things. So we didn't have that initial. But it sounds like he is very much... He's taken on that caretaker role and he's yes. unable to separate it from the other role of like sort of being in, well, in a relationship. Yeah. And I mean, I guess if you have had your relationship one way and then your partner does, you know, acquire a disability, it can be a big adjustment. But oh, yeah. I guess we we had that at 15, 16, 17 years old and how did we get through it all it's quite hard to unpack isn't it but it is like, how did you feel did you feel like a carer in those early days when you were kind of helping me i don't think so because i think there's a few mixes of things i think we had that sort of 16 17 year old new relationship sort of like ew, i mm -hmm. can't i can't even fart around this person like, <laughs> True. sort of thing so like we didn't now get it's fair game <laughs> thanks <laughs> r.i.p my nose Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it, it was young love. And then now, I mean, I guess it just, it develops into yeah. something beautiful, like mature love and everlasting love and marital love. And yeah, well, like, we, we matured together, didn't we? With yeah. It? And I guess like, it just so happened that we're the people that we are. Yes. Where we kind of grew up together. I don't seem to be particularly easy to gross out either yeah no you're not so i can happily look at like if lucy asked me to check up here like it's, it's just part of the human experience Body, yeah it like, doesn't it, it's not like oh that's gross it's just like yeah that's period we don't really connect that part of our life with our relationship and our sex life do we no at it, all it's re like we never have though like yeah. ever 
you've never gone, oh, that's gross. I've just seen your period. Yeah. And I guess like in some ways there's certain things like if you're vomiting. If you like, are. If you're vomiting. If, you... <laughs> like if you're throwing up. Sorry, it was just a bit of a curveball. And um, sorry, if I'm the vom.com in yep, the loo. Yep. Again. Like, I, I know that we're probably not having sex that night. Well, no, because I'm ill. Exactly. And by the time that you've kind of got better, like, I've kind of forgotten about that gross thing anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. So, but this implies that period is gross like vomiting. Well, no, it's it's not. But like also that, again... You mean it's the, it's the same kind of thing. You're, what you're saying is, you know, you check my period and then it's not usually like... Either the same well, night slash like several days later or several exactly. hours later. There's time in between that you can have a nice date. You can do other things. Like life is very... You can resume that relationship role in the time between yeah. the time that you checked. Versus... But live in the now. Like at the end of the day. Right. Let's think about this. Look, if I was to give advice to them, aren't we all as couples many things to each other? Now, yes. Ollie is my carer. Yes. He is also my husband and he is also one day going to be the father of my children, hopefully. And, you know, that's many roles within one relationship. So we're all going to wear so many hats, just like individually, our individual kind of personalities away from our relationship also take on many things as well. You know, I'm bisexual i am also blind i am also a redhead like those are characteristics i will always have and you can't really separate them because they are me whereas again like us two as a unit of people we are going to be lovers but we're also going to be i don't know like house owners together we're going to be dog owners together we're going to eventually be parents together like we all take on different roles exactly and financial stuff isn't sexy anyway (laughs) (laughs) well no exactly it is just how you view it and you know a caring role yes is is intimate and can be seen possibly to some people in some ways as a bit gross or you can see it as We've, we've, we're really, really close. It's made us closer. You know, it's we made don't, us stronger it's as a made us stronger in, yeah. Like it, it, we grew up very, very quickly, didn't we? Yeah. Emotionally, but also physically. It's, it's emotional maturity as well, I would say, to handle something like that. If you can't, I would say it's possibly a personality type and you weren't meant to have a relationship in that way anyway. If Sebastian is of that nature, then. And they still they do want to be together in that way. Then I would probably advise, maybe if they've got the money, hiring a carer of a different sort. Yeah, like someone to do those gross jobs, in in some sense. Gross. Like the, well, as in like poos and <laughs> like. Ollie, can I say something? You were about to. Ju- you were going to get that period. He's calling periods guys. Well, a little bit. No pe- <laughs> periods. I just said. I said that at the very start. Ollie, if you said to me. Lou, I'm like, I'm really, really ill. Can you wipe my bum? I'd be fine with it. Yeah, but that's me and you. Me and you have gone through like this sort of... But it doesn't aging... gross me out though. No, but it like... Some it people, doesn't gross some me out. Some people are a lot more squeamish. Some people... I guess so. Like, can't but you're, te- the... you're saying it's gross, but it really is like... Well, I would not like, call that a gross job I, with me and you. I wouldn't necessarily call these things gross, but like they are perceived to be gross 
of the sense of what well, that has to do with pee, poo, vomit, body, true, true, excretions that smell. Sexy, everything about you so sexy. So, like, it, it's it, it's a hard one to give them advice on this relationship, like because if, it depends he, on your personal exactly squeamish if, tolerance. Yeah, if they're not very good with squeamishness, and she's unable to, to separate. Well, to, if she truly can't like do bits of it herself as well. Because like she's newly disabled as well, she still might be learning this stuff. Yeah, she might not have any mobility aids. Also, when you're becoming disabled, you're not really thriving. You're just surviving, and you're working out how to deal with your own disability. Yeah, so you won't feel like you have a sense of self. And I think also, I didn't really feel that sexy when I didn't really feel like I had a sense of self. I think there's that element of it as well. Exactly, you had quite like a few years of resetting. You had hab training, mm-hmm. like where people would come in and teach you how to like cook again, how yeah. to move around, how to do things with your washing machine, all of that stuff. Like it's quite dehumanizing. But they might still be in that stage. Not the not not the hab officers, but like feeling like it's all stripped away from you, yeah. your whole life. You know how are you meant to feel sexy in that moment? <laughs> You're not, are you? So it might not just be you know something wrong with both of you in the caring role. It might be like. Both of you feeling, oh, well, this is different now. One of the things the comment said is fear of hurting. Like, is he seeing as de- her as delicate? Oh, well, there is this perception that disabled people can't have sex and we're fragile and yeah, it's terrifying. Well, and... we just noticed this big RNIB campaign, didn't we? As we were driving oh, yeah, home today. Yeah, I loved that. Tell them. It says... Or do you describe the poster? So it's a woman who looks a bit dishevelled. She's ginger, actually. Oh, Georges, love it. And is that she, offensive? I don't know, but I love it. I no, call it myself. No, it's, I don't believe it is. <laughs> I just love it. I just feel free and ginger. But she is <laughs> under under the covers, looking a bit dishevelled. Yeah, looking like she'd just well done the deed. Yeah, and there's a man sort of blurred in the background, brushing his teeth, who looks like he might be a bit naked. Fair play. And it says big text. I may have lost my sight. But not my libido. I was like, yes, that's amazing. Go them. I love the RNIB. I think they're getting a bit like, a bit more like woo with their adverts. Yeah, getting a bit risque. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Like, I would have never, have you, would you have ever seen an advert like 10 years ago when I first became blind like that? No chance. The no RNIB chance. was just aimed at old people back yes, then. Yes, but now it's so cool because you're seeing like loads and loads of TikTokers. And Instagrammers and people like me and Ollie, like out there, like we are sexual beings and we just are just normal people. We're just normal people that happen to lose our eyesight. And I don't know. I just think there is this stereotype that, you know, you'll just break a disabled person if you have sex with them. And it's just like, no, maybe we just need a bit of communication. Yeah. Like just a bit of communication. Just like, you know, that thing. You know, your mouth that you just kind of talk with. (laughs) Sometimes, like, weirdly, like, it may seem a bit unnatural to do this, but have a a deep and meaningful. Yeah. Like, not when you're necessarily going to have sex. Yeah. But, like, sort of, like, a day before or where you're feeling slightly, like, sort of in the mood, but you're not Mm. quite, like, down for it. Yeah. Have a deep and meaningful with Sebastian. Sebastian. And, like, talk out about what it is that you feel comfortable doing i agree yeah i mean that's 
to be honest, that advice is amazing, whether you're talking about intimacy or not. It's um, it it carries in the rest of our relationship as well. Like, do you feel happy? Yes or no. If you don't, no, let's not do it. Like, it, when we're in a situation and I'm very overwhelmed with my disability, or you're very overwhelmed and feeling anxious, we just kind of we tap out. We're like, bye. Yeah. Or we we push ourselves if we feel like we have energy that day. We're flying each other's flags. Exactly. We're, we're each other's <laughs> best time. support. Yeah. Best friends. Ollie was my best friend before he became my boyfriend and now husband and fiance. All I think you've got the order wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now it's time for <laughs> the mean YouTube comments. Oh. This is the section of our podcast where we talk about either a comment that we've been left that's a bit cray in... The uh, slightly restricted section of our YouTube or TikTok algorithm within the depths and or news. a newsworthy story. So what have you got for me today, oh, Ollie? This one's a very cute one. So runner and guide marry after seven years side by side. Oh, I saw this. It's so cute. A woman who thought her visual impairment made running too difficult and inaccessible, has married the man who became her running guide. Oh, this is so cute. I saw them on Twitter, actually. I'll follow her now. Oh, I do think. you? Yeah, yeah. I saw it come up and I was like, you are too cute. It is adorable. <laughs> so how did they meet again? So Kelly Barton from Southport had never, never been running until she decided to try a park run event in 2016 oh. and Mike Leatherbarrow stepped in as her guide. Ooh, what's a second name? I know. Leatherbarrow. Well, knowing the English language, it's probably pronounced like Leatherborough. Leatherborough. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But oh, I don't know. Leatherbarrow. Yeah. Just, yeah. After seven years of park runs, half marathons and even the London Marathon, the pair <gasps> married last week. Oh my God. To be fair, you need to have good chat when you're running that marathon because you so long i was crying at mile 21 that was back in 2017 i would not be able to run it right now to be fair i'm surprised you could talk at that point because when you ran past you were like <laughs> what the hell was that sound <laughs> sounds like, sounded a like a pug you sounded like <laughs> ollie the pug oh my gosh oh my god no at mile 21 i was crying because i heard ollie's voice like Ugh. And I was with my guide runner, Steve, and I just feel like you really do make friends with your guide runner because you're running that long and it's so many hours and you feel like you've hit a brick wall so many times and you're on the brink of going mad or just like stopping. Yeah, you're like permanently pushing each other. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess like when you started, you weren't a big runner either. So no. you had that sort of like encouragement yeah. to get started and it like that support network and like you like joined all these runs and you gradually sort of got to know everyone in the running circles i think you do it's really sweet so cute so they just kept running and running and running and now they're married yeah he what was, was um, their wedding like uh we don't know much about the wedding but we do know that mr Leatherbarrow, <laughs> age 49 had been <laughs> nice. a volunteer at the london 2012 paralympics oh, and brilliant. he was inspired to become a running guide for visually impaired people Oh, that's amazing. Because I know that I found my first guide on British Blind Sport. Yeah, they've got a find, the gu find a guide section. Yeah, and you just type in your postcode and it's amazing. And 
I mean, you used to run alongside me and my guide runner, didn't you, Ollie? Yeah, like, well, you guys got started and then you were like, Ollie, come along, get fit. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear. Like, like, <laughs> oh, dear. He hates like, running, we, guys. <laughs> I, I made it to 13 miles and then I was like, no. no. I'm tapping out. Yeah, I'm like, this is not fun anymore. This is just like, we're just running. Like, Can I just say Is there a beast behind us? Like, why are we running? What are we running from? Can I say this is not fun anymore. I think someone would say it's not fun, like the first 5K. Well, it's not. <laughs> I think it's really fun. I think because you're pushed to the extremities of your body and you go out of your mind... In, those endorphins. Yeah, in such a lovely way. I think your whole body is working towards a goal and you're so proud of yourself when you've finally done it. It's just the best feeling when you've crossed the finish line. So I can see why it was such a love story. It's so cute. Yeah, Sorry. it is. They said, as the miles progressed, so did our love for one another. <laughs> and we chatted a lot because running long distances can be quite boring. Yeah. So they're full on. They, they appreciate your... <laughs> No, but also on my Apple Watch, it kind of, I think it cut out. It was one of the older models and at like mile 21, I was outside this bloke's lawn. It was, I remember it was like, I think it was like mid-April and it was really sunny and this guy was mowing his lawn and me and Steve were like running past. And Steve, your Steve, my old guide runner. And I just started shouting at my watch. Stop working. I was like, my watch. Why are you not working, Daniel? Because my voiceover voice is called Siri. It's Siri, Daniel, Daniel, Siri. Daniel. <laughs> and I don't know, you just, yeah, you just do have a kind of sense of an outer body experience. So that is so cute, Ollie. What's What are we going to do next? I don't know. Well, what? what? We do part run together, but we're kind of already married. So, like, we've done we're it in... so slow. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Like, we're it's, so slow now. It's the trying that, like, I matters. I know, but it, to the point where, right, we go to park run and my, my in-laws, they do take the mick oh. in an endearing way. I love them. I love that we go with them. But it's so hilarious. Like, me and Ollie are like... I'm like, uh, because I'm literally at the point where I'm... Yeah, there's a slight hill. That's about halfway. <laughs> there's a slight incline. And I'm like, Ollie, where are we at the top? But there's a point where I I stop and you're like, no, there's only a little bit to go. Yeah, I guess like, it's just... <laughs> I'm like, come on, Lou. And you're like, why am I not on a treadmill? This is like, this not... And I'm like, listen to the birds. And you're like, they all sound the same. And it's it's... And now it's raining. You don't get the rain in the treadmill. Oh, no. And I'm like, it's free aircon. And in in my case, I get stung by a wasp on my knee. And I don't know what happened there. So this is when Ollie went with his mum out. Yeah, you ducked out that week. Yeah. I was on my period, okay? I think you just ducked out. <laughs> I think you just ducked out. Cheers, babe. But I was running along and suddenly I just get this like sharp pain in my knee and I'm like ah and then I look down and there's this wasp that's just crawling on me and I quickly swat him away but then what else happened it, it kind of gives you a second wind I was exhausted <laughs> at that point but like then like you get the adrenaline from it so like I recommend like if you're really doing long distance running and you want that final kick like just do have wasps. a box of wasps you're so <laughs> annoying why am no, I annoying no it's no, a good technique the natural not, method Ollie, that is not a bit of advice <laughs> what else did you do that day because you came home very upset 
Oh, I lost a, a Google pod. <laughs> Google pod? Is that what they're called? Oh, they're, they're, Hashtag gifted. They're, what are they called? Like Google pod pros? I don't know, but they were Pixel, amazing. Pix, Pixel buds. That's <laughs> and that's it. what they're called, Pixel buds. Yeah. I didn't even know that. But they um they sent them to us as a PR gift a couple I of years ago. And they were really... Puddle. Well, they were amazing for running. Yeah. But didn't you just drop one or something yeah. and then you couldn't find it and you yeah, still got the other out, one? It fell out of my bag because I had one in, in and that was the one that stayed in. And then the one that was in the bag fell out somehow. Um, Don't know what went on there. And then like just could not find them. But I'm really sad because my AirPods have now broken for the gym as well. And my, uh, Only one of them. And my AirPods have been nicked. I think, <laughs> no, no, this is a theory. So Ollie's AirPods say they're not his airpods anymore but he can still see them on find my iphone yeah but they're not anywhere near they're in the city like they're in a bit of the city center that i never visit <laughs> like they're just yeah they're definitely been nicked aren't they <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that's the little love story we're not going with uh, horrible comments from our restricted section i keep saying restricted section well, it's, it, not... it, it's the what's, what did the youtube call it like the, i don't know i think they actually restricted do call it comments, restricted yeah they? yeah well that's it that's just today wherever you're listening to this wherever you get your podcast from please don't forget to like comment share subscribe do all of the amazing stuff um and if you want to send us a dilemma because at the moment we're going off reddit dilemmas because we haven't released as many podcasts yet for your feedback darlings um we would like you to comment your dilemmas if you or, want us to read them out on the podcast or email them to yes help at lucyedwards.com <laughs> not in capital letters just help at lucyedwards.com that's <laughs> help h-e-l-p at at sign lucyedwards.com l-u-c-y-e-d-w-a-r-d-s period c-o-m there you go. We'll see you soon. See you soon, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>